Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You have to be curious. You have to be open-minded and just continually solve a problem, right? It's trial and error. I believe in what we're doing. I believe that this doesn't exist in the form that we are building it out. There's so much value to allowing your client or yourself to tell a story in your own way that creates exclusivity and that creates an experience that you're not able to get anywhere else. Welcome back to Bucketless Careers. I'm Crystal Laurie, and this is episode 106 with Danielle Becker, founder of Lefty's Right Mind. We'll explain the origins of the name a little later. Danielle pivoted from fashion and used her roots in graphic design and art direction to create her own bespoke studio that delivers branding through craftsmanship and customization, handcrafted painting, etching, illustration, and calligraphy. She does it all for her clients and says it's truly artwork she's incredibly proud of. Danielle saw the highly competitive, saturated space of branding and knew odds were stacked against her next to massive agencies, but she's doing something right. With revenue up 56% from last year, and Danielle's never been happier with her day-to-day work. You've got takeaways from her and a lot of real talk in this one. Entrepreneurship, she says, is not for the faint of heart. You must truly love what you do. Believe to your utter core that it's going to work and know you'll do whatever it takes to make it happen. All right, let's listen. Danielle, thanks so much for taking the time to be on the podcast. Welcome to Bucketless Careers. Thank you so much, Krista. Thanks for having me. Well, I do love having guests recommended by amazing guests. And I know Brian Shimerlick is listening. So thank you, mm-hmm. Brian. How do you guys know each other? We actually met as we moved out to the suburbs through our, our kids. Our daughters are in school together. Clearly, he thought you were perfect for the show. Your narrative is apropos of what we do here, what we talk about. I will also say that I was struck by the creativity of your concept when we were preparing for the show. You are a self-proclaimed design nerd, which is cute, with roots in graphic design and art direction. But what you've built focuses on craftsmanship and customizations. Before we dig into how you built Lefty's Right Mind and the evolution towards it, I want to hear in your own words what you think you're delivering to clients that wasn't already out there and why it fuels you as a bucket list career. Sure. It's about connection. I believe that any human, whether you're a brand, an agency, or just a private client, as we like to call them, is searching for connection. The world is highly saturated. Everybody has everything. (laughs) How are you going to stand out? How are you going to, to gift something that is meaningful and memorable rather than wasting budget, as I like to say to our professional clients is, I don't want to waste your budget. I don't want to have you invest in something that doesn't have longevity and doesn't resonate long-term. I built this business off of the fact that I don't like free product unless it's really fabulous. This whole evolution is built off of really my personal experience as a consumer. And at the end of the day, we like to say, you have a story to tell, let our artwork tell it. And then let's talk about the second part of that question, which is why do you love what you're doing now? What lights you up about your bucket list career? The challenges that I face daily that I wouldn't really be exposed to if I had stayed in my corporate career and the growth, the self-growth that I have made as a human being 
for my friends, for my family, as a mother, for myself. I truly believe my profession makes me a better person. Oh, I love that. Let's talk about your earlier years because you didn't start out as a founder. You spent, I think, eight years in the New York City Fashion District, and you actually studied graphic design in college. So let's rewind to that part of your life and walk us through your headspace in terms of the big decisions, the big pivotal moments. So I'd be remiss if I failed to mention my mother had her own business for 35 years. I watched her build the business out of our home, out of the third floor of our house. And my brother and I interned, so to speak. It wasn't really a thing at that point, but we always helped her. We were surrounded by our mother who was building a business from scratch. So I saw it as a value to not only live your dream, but to be around for your kids. So I wanted that. Now I know a dual life. It's way harder than it perceived to be. But it wasn't really Mm -hmm. special because she was around for us whenever we needed her to be. Totally. You were designing for brands like Hanes and Aeropostale before you moved into this part of your life and you started this, your own venture. Tell me about that. What was working for you and what wasn't? So I, like you said, eight years in corporate America, I loved it. Corporate America tends to hold you back at some point due to just the structure of hierarchy in teams, in compensation. I loved my job. I I really loved where I was, but I was always freelancing. Mm -hmm. I always, always had my own business. The second I graduated, I always had two jobs. I'd come home from my day job. I'd go work all night. On the weekends, I'd give up my social life to build out my brand and reputation. So, And let me stop you there because I think that that's really valuable for young people to hear. And tell me how that really served you. What were you doing exactly when you were freelancing? You said you were really building your own reputation as an individual. And that in turn is probably part of how you were able to do this. So my day job was really built in fashion. It was primarily focused in fashion, graphic design on t-shirts, any sort of apparel. But my I moonlighted really in marketing. So logo development, invitations, collateral, brand books to really expose myself to every corner of graphic design. And slowly that turned into signage for restaurants and chalk art for restaurants. I always, always believed when I went into school that I wanted to be trained digitally because that's where the world was going and I didn't want to get held back. But simultaneously, I needed to keep my hand craftsmanship front and center because that's what was going to differentiate myself to the competition. You have mentioned that, that that is your white space. Why do you think that? You did say to me that craftsmanship is timeless, mm-hmm. which is so valid. So mm-hmm. how are you able to narrow that down and to decide to pursue that full-time and leave fashion? I think your last job was Macy's or Bloomingdale's, right? That's a big leap for you and a brave one. Well, remember, I was freelancing for, what, 13 years, right? So that was 13 years of confidence building for my own expertise to sell myself, to really put myself out there and allow myself to be vulnerable and to get comfortable being uncomfortable. So when I finally took that leap, I was ready. I was strong enough with my experience that I knew that I would not and could not fail at what I was doing is that I believed wholeheartedly in myself, in my aesthetic, and in really in my relationship with my clients. I think relationships are everything. So 
I was ready to try it out. I ha- I wasn't building from scratch at that point because I did have revenue coming through. So this was about 2017, 18, right? And yes. you had told me that a friend from growing up reached out and asked if you could paint her bridesmaids denim jackets mm-hmm. for her wedding. Yes. And that custom jacket thing took off. So walk us through that. So graphic design was is always going to be important, but I saw with the demand from hospitality and chalk art and the craftsmanship element to it, it wasn't graphic, it wasn't printed, right? There was a craftsmanship element that was unique and one of a kind. So pair that together with the hand painting and I saw my niche. This was when I saw the white space of, oh, this doesn't exist. I realized that I'm gonna pivot this business to an area that isn't as occupied. Okay. So tell me about the first few years. I think your painting projects increased. Mm-hmm. If anybody out there is looking to build something, I'm sure they'd love to hear the nitty gritty of it. Nitty gritty. Uh, my newborn baby with about 12 designer pieces behind my back painting simultaneously. At the time we didn't have a wait list. There was no structure. It was just me. And as an entrepreneur, as a founder, as a creator, it's very difficult for me to say no. So I said yes to everything (laughs) and I just figured it out. Okay. I will never fail because I won't allow myself to, because I will give my best and my best has to be good enough. And I just knew I was going to figure it out. I look at life like one big experiment, that failure is inevitable. It's what you do with that failure that will define you. Will define you. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 100 40 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Love that. So when did you start to see things scaling up and how did you manage that and navigate that? And you said you still work with your mom, right? Yes. She is our co-founder of Lefty's Right Mind and we partnered together. I focus on the on-site events, gifting, and really bespoke partnership element while she comes in with the branded products. Okay. Branded products as in promotional items, but on a higher quality, more thoughtful process. We're not giving you a 400 page deck of, hey, choose whatever you've seen. We're actually meeting and having a one-on-one of quality, what you're looking for, what you've done before that's failed. What are you looking to possibly introduce this time around, right? This is a curated bespoke experience and no two clients get the same deck. Right. So maybe the question is, what is your most successful product doesn't really fit here because you're customizing everything? Which is the hardest piece of putting down on paper what exactly we do. (laughs) See, that's so funny you say that because I thought to myself, one of the questions I almost wrote was, can you simplify exactly what you do? Mm -hmm. And now talking to you, I realize that it's, it's a little bit tough to define. It took me six years to make sense 
of what we do and to write it down on paper. I did that about three weeks ago. (laughs) And you've nailed it as you're doing so well. I mean, you gave me some great numbers, which I want to make sure I punch here. Your business is on an uphill climb with revenue up 56% from last year. Mm -hmm. And this year, 71% of growth from last. So what do you attribute that to? Tenacity and discipline and creativity. You have to be curious. You have to be open-minded and just continually solve a problem, right? It's trial and error. I believe in what we're doing. I believe that this doesn't exist in the form that we are building it out. Mm -hmm. There's so much value to allowing your client or yourself to tell a story in your own way that creates exclusivity and that creates an experience that you're not able to get anywhere else. Fair enough. You did also mention when I asked you about obstacles that you got to a point where you knew the odds were stacked against you when you're up against massive brand agencies. So how are you pivoting there and navigating that kind of competition? That's why we pivoted away from graphic design because these agencies are pieced with some element of graphic design, are pieced with some promotional on-site element. But Connection is what brings our offerings together. And I truly believe there's nowhere that does everything that we do, where we work with the individual and we work with the large corporation to create this bespoke storytelling moment through craftsmanship, right? We Mm. source the brand of product that's well and good and necessary, but the thought and the details that go into our process is unlike anything else. What is the favorite product of yours that you've done where you felt like, I know you're a lefty, by the way, we should get into the origin Mm -hmm. of the name. (laughs) You're painting all of this yourself. So I do want to hear about how you came up with Lefty's Right Mind. And then also tell me your favorite project, what product came out so nicely that you almost didn't want to give it away or (laughs) give it to your client. Ooh, so Lefty's Right Mind, I am a lefty. And I am in my right mind when I am at work. I am utterly devoted and obsessed to what I do. It makes me, as I mentioned earlier, a better person. And oh my God, how perfect could you be for this podcast? Okay. I know. And <laughs> your name even encapsulates it. And creatives think with the right side of the brain. So it's a double entendre. Right, right. And then was it the bridesmaids' jackets or something else? I personally don't keep a lot of my own work. We have a scaled out team now. We have about 14 artists at this point and five full-time artists, my mother being my business partner, executive assistants, where our team is much larger now than when it started. And fortunately, I have incredible artists on our team that help create these bespoke, beautiful wearable artworks, right? Like we call it wearable artwork because it's essentially a Picasso, but you're wearing it on your body. The quality and the attention that we put into every piece no matter the price point, is what differentiates us from everybody else is the quality. We are, if nothing else, quality. My favorite piece, gosh, my favorite piece about the business is the different clients and relationships that we get to share. We are very real. We are all human beings trying to do the absolute best we can at our jobs and to succeed in our lives. And the beauty of of connecting with like-minded individuals to create magic Mm. on a professional level is inspiring. It's a beautiful relationship to grow something from nothing while allowing a client to make them look good at their day job. 
right? Yes. When people stop us on the street, it's pretty cool. And they say, oh my God, you painted that. As you mentioned earlier, craftsmanship is not a trend. It's never going anywhere. This is timeless artistry and craftsmanship. And that's what we're trying to build into the marketing and engagement element of business. The profitability and engagement will go up if that attention to detail is focused on. Well, look at Etsy and how that took off and how people want something to be unique and singular. And you've tapped into that, but also you've been able to give your creativity, obviously you're creative with a business sense, Mm -hmm. with a business mind. You've created that marriage and you have an outlet for it, which is clearly lighting you up. I can see it with the way you speak to me and it's inspiring me. Tell me about helping others based on your journey. We try to keep takeaways at the end of the show based on what you've been through. What do you think it takes to achieve professional purpose? Love of the game. I always say this, gotta love what you do. I know it sounds trite, but I have a serious love for the game. It lights me up. Like I said, it makes me a better human being. I used to be a creature of habit and now I'm very comfortable being uncomfortable. Hmm. Another piece of business that's difficult is talking about numbers and monetary benefits, right? There's nothing wrong with speaking about percentages of growth and revenue and and profitability. It's a beautiful piece of business that you need to embrace. And it's nothing that you should really be ashamed of. So it's allowed me to free up tendencies of of vulnerability. Hmm. Let's talk numbers. It's a safe place. Let's just talk and, and let's come to an agreement, right? Negotiation beautiful. It's, it's a, it's a team effort. It's you're sharing the same interests, right? Like you're both sharing the same end goal and that's magic. Beautiful for me. I love that. So where should we find you online? I know you recently got into TikTok. So give us all the handles that we should know about where to learn more about lefties, right mind. Yes. Well, of course, lefties, right mind.com. You can find us on Instagram, same handle lefties, right mind, as well as on TikTok. We're just building it out. We know it's a crowd favorite, so we're working hard (laughs) hard there. So everyone come follow us on all of our channels. We're just so grateful to be doing what we're doing and to be hoping to spread inspiration to everybody who is looking to start something on their own. I have to say, I'm just a girl that went to art school. It's what I always say. And now I talk numbers and and I'm a salesman and I'm a writer. Nothing is off the table. So much. Yes. Right. And you keep growing and evolving. I think that's how we stay alive. And I'm just smiling, like listening to you. I really loved this episode. Danielle Becker, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to talk with me and share your wisdom. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm so grateful. Thank you. All right. Take care. Thank you so much for being a listener in our community here at Bucket List Careers. I'm Crystal Laurie. Share an episode that speaks to you. Be sure to send me any input on social media at Bucket List Careers. We'll be back next Thursday with a brand new guest. Be well. An ironic media production. Visit us at I-R-O-M-I-C-K media.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.